It's a new day. Yes, it is. Wakey, wakey. Time to get up. Good morning, citizens. Open at them. Fresh and shine. This is your wake-up call, people. Come on, the coffee's on. We're going to get you guys circulating on Christian radio. I understand young people. I know what's hip. I know what's on. I know what's lit. I know what's fleet. What's up, my nerds? Nerds! I work with a bunch of nerds. I'm a nerd, and uh, I'm pretty proud of it. Shine nerds. Welcome to the Back Row Morning Show, a part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network and the official exclusive morning show for LTN Radio. I'm Radio Matt. I'm the station manager for LTN Radio. I'm a third generation radio dude and a lifelong nerd. Also, we just found out last week that my wife's having a girl. What? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm Mo, the shorter yet louder, and some might even say smarter counterpart of the Back Row. I'm a wife, mom, super fan of all things friends, and St. Patrick's Day is my favorite holiday why the long pause it kept us all in suspense well because <laughs> to be fair it's not like my favorite holiday but i couldn't think of the word that i was trying to to, to remember because it's not a lesser known holiday it's my favorite um my favorite um secondary holiday secondary holiday okay. there we go okay, okay. yeah there okay. we go okay okay uh-huh yeah Lower tier holiday. Lower tier. <laughs> <sighs> oh, Today on the show, how to achieve sainthood. Huh, but first, no. Yeah. Uh-huh. No. We've got a game, a bad joke, <laughs> five random facts, things we love. And more. The first today is Wednesday, <laughs> March 17th, 2021. And yeah, as Mo said, we got a holiday to celebrate. It's St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's Day. And you've been in Ireland. On St. Patrick's on Day. On St. Patrick's Day. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, explain for the people that weren't here the f- last time you described it. What was it like? It was amazing. Uh, we what were... color was it? <laughs> <laughs> we were in Dublin, Ireland for St. Patrick's Day in 2012. Which is weird that that was almost 10 years ago. Yeah, that was a long time ago. That's the first time the world was supposed to end. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. Um, well, not the first time. Well, the first time that the entire world had heard that the world was supposed to end. Like, that's been the Mayan thing forever. There's been little pockets of people that are like, the world's ending on this day. But okay. the Mayan thing has been around for a long time. Okay. I You got me. I'm following you now. Um so we went to downtown Dublin to watch the St. Patrick's Day parade, where you would think, you know, as Americans and our traditions in celebrating St. Patrick's Day, that we would see just a flood of green um, and on a, in a St. Patrick's Day parade, there is sure to be leprechauns and rainbows and gold (laughs) because that is what we as americans associate with saint patrick's day um but actually hearts gold and rainbows and red balloons uh um clovers yeah they don't have clovers they don't have clovers they have to have clovers in ireland so come on do they have clovers yes okay but here's the thing there was just as much orange as there was green Mm. That's weird. Well, because Ireland's flag is green, white, and orange. Mm. Those are the the three colors. Well, I guess technically 
Hold on, hold on. Stay with me here. Okay. And I didn't think about this any other time you've told the story. Technically, those are still all Irish colors because most of them are redheaded, right? Isn't that the typical what Irish person? What a stereotype. <laughs> what a stereotype. Am I wrong? <laughs> wow. So leprechauns, they're white with orange hair and green trousers. Stereotype. <laughs> Well, then. All right. It was probably inappropriate. I'm sorry. Yeah. My husband. Cancel me. Cancel me. Is Irish. He's not a redhead. He's of Irish heritage. He's not Irish. Sure. <laughs> from what part of Ireland are you? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm from Miami. Killarney. <laughs> oh, well, you're, you're American then. You're not Irish. All you Americans keep saying you're Irish, but you're really American. Oh, whatever. Uh, well, I always thought it was Irish, but okay. Really like is, having your heritage ripped out from under you. But. There is no such thing as being an American by heritage. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. To we're be just, fair. We're a melting pot, guys. Yes, we are. Um, <laughs> I do so, a pretty good Irish accent, don't I? You, yeah, I haven't it, tried that in a long time. It's fairly good. <laughs> yeah. um, and then the parade. So we saw just as much orange as we did green. And then the parade every year, they have a different theme. It's almost like, um, oh, you know how like the Christmas parade will have a theme that yeah, it has yeah, to yeah. follow. Okay. So it, it's kind of in that same vein. The year that we were there, it was science and invention mm. was the theme of the parade. I didn't see a single leprechaun in the parade. Um <laughs> But it was just really futuristic, innovate, innovative, different kind of. Professor McDougal here. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Let's see if we can synthesize ourselves a pot of gold. <laughs> <laughs> You're ridiculous. The the most that we saw, in keeping with what all, us as Americans stereotype. Ireland and St. Patrick's Day to be was one oh, guy dressed up in a leprechaun costume. That was it. He had a leprechaun ha- head on. But there is a really cool like lep- a mascot head. Yeah. Okay. Like a big head. Right. <laughs> um. But there is a really cool leprechaun museum that you can walk through in downtown Dublin. But you, it's from the perspective of a leprechaun. So you're walking through, uh-huh. uh-huh, you're walking through like a house and everything is giant. Weird. Oversized. It was really I cool. Love that. It was really, really awesome. There's a picture of all five of us sitting in this giant chair in the middle of a living room with the lamp over us. And it was. That's awesome. Yeah. Still to this day, my favorite vacation that we've ever taken. For That's sure. Cool. Yeah. We're going to synthesize ourselves a rainbow oh. using these positively charged ions. You couldn't just let it go, could you? You had to circle back around. I just love doing the voice. The voice is fun. I will say that. But. Uh, it's game day Wednesday. Oops. All right. We're going to play a game of Would You Rather. Uh it's uh, one no, we've done I a wouldn't. lot. I wouldn't rather. <laughs> one we've done a lot. Uh, in this game, it gives us a would you rather thing. You know, would you rather this or that? And we are trying to guess what the majority of the people who've used this app have guessed. Oh, yeah. So it's not necessarily what we would rather, but what, what? we think people would rather yeah. in general. 
Yeah, it was a learning curve for a little while. <laughs> yeah. All right, so I'm going to ask you seven. Okay. And uh, let's give this a shot. Would you rather be able to reverse one decision you make every day or be able to stop time for one minute every day? Only a minute? Yeah, it doesn't seem like a lot, but it is enough time to fix something or stop something, um, save someone, all kinds of things. What if you wasted your minute on <laughs> I'm going to say the minute. Then... <laughs> I'm going to say the minute. Uh, wrong. Really? 53% went reverse one decision you make every day. Wow. All right, so zero points so far. I mean, if you could, if you could stop time for a minute, then you could essentially <laughs> reverse a decision, sort of. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> All right. Would you rather drive an expensive car with two hundred horsepower, or drive a cheap car with eight hundred horsepower? I'm this a, means I'm nothing. Not a, yeah, to I'm me. not a car guy, so this <laughs> is a, I don't know what, what the difference really is. Um. Does it go fast? That's I guess. Yeah. But I don't um, know what the I don't know what the speed difference would be. I'm trying to put myself in Chris's shoes. <laughs> I'm gonna say the cheaper, faster car. Correct. Fifty seven percent chose cheap car with eight hundred horsepower. All right, so you got one. Uh would you rather control the weather or control the emotions of people around you? Dang. <laughs> wow. Oh, my gosh. Personally, I want to control the emotions of the people around me. I'm about tired of everybody being in a bad mood all the time. Can I just go like this and everybody like... Happy. Yeah. Self... No. No. What's the word I'm trying to think of? Oh, no. Never mind. Selfless. Uh, That's what I was trying to selfless. Or <laughs> asleep. <laughs> Super tired and you're out. <laughs> Generous. <laughs> yes. Yes. That would be brilliant. That's what I think. Okay, I'm picking it. 52%, just okay. barely, but yeah, all right. <laughs> so you got to, would you rather live one life for 100 years, which is what you're doing now, or live five lives for 20 years? That means you're a child for most of that time. Yeah. You get to start driving and four years later, you're done? I don't think so. You got to wait another 15? In the first few of those years, you don't even remember. So you're really only living like 17 years. See, but that's the 16. logical thing. And that's what it is about this game. Typically where People we... People who are playing haven't even reached 20 years yet. <laughs> it's a bunch of young kids. <laughs> that's true. And to them, 20 feels old. Yeah. Um, I'm saying one life for 100 years. Right. 62%. Good. Okay. That's a That's a big number on this. So very good. Okay. All right. Would you rather drink only milk or drink only apple juice? Ooh. Apple juice. Wow. 55%. Yeah. I would was certain it'd be milk. Oh. Wow. It's oh, an, an ad. ad. Right. 
Would you rather know the history of every object you touched or be able to talk to animals? Talk to animals. (laughs) 74%. (laughs) Especially after this year. Everybody's like, I don't want to know. Ignorance is bliss. I'm good. (laughs) All right. Uh, Last one. Uh, Would you rather have the power of flying and super strength and nobody likes you or be normal and everybody likes you? Flying power, super strength. So no you got to think that me. even further. If you have flying power and super strength, you're a superhero. And if nobody likes you, that means everybody's out to kill you or could be out to kill you anyway, potentially out to kill you. But everybody liking you really isn't that great. Because <laughs> then you got to like perform. <laughs> yeah. You got to be on all the time. (laughs) I want to be a superhero. No, Mm -hmm. 67% went the other direction. Stupid. All right, so you got five? Five out of seven? Five out of seven. All right, so not bad. I got to beat you, and that's going to be hard. All right. All right. Would you rather always feel like someone is following you, but no one is, or actually have someone following you? Again, ignorance is bliss. That's a so. messed up question. Um, okay. Well, it doesn't say following you and like hurting you or anything. Just, right. You're just a celebrity. You, you don't so you know. have Yeah. You have, uh, what are they called? Paparazzi. Thank you. Um, yeah, I guess that one. I guess I'd rather have someone following me. No. Really? 73%. Okay, yeah, they didn't think that out. Yeah. You'd rather feel like there's someone following you all the time? No, paranoia. Be paranoid? Yeah, paranoia terrified. is not mm-mm, cool. Mm-mm. That mm-mm. would mess you up. That yep. would break your mental health. Yes. No yep. way. Okay, would you rather wear un- wear comfortable clothes or make a fashion statement? <laughs> I love the fact that it's one or the other. <laughs> Wear comfortable clothes or make a fashion statement? Comfortable clothes. Yeah, 75%. Gotta be, yeah, okay. Uh, Would you rather swim five miles or run 30 miles? This one is dumb. (laughs) This is easy. They're not. Swim swim five five miles miles or run (laughs) 30. It's gotta be, right? No way. I did. I read that correctly, right? Swim five miles, miles run, run 30, thirty miles. There's no way more people want to run thirty miles. That's more than a marathon, right? Isn't a marathon twenty six and point six? Yes. Forget that. I, that's that's your, your, your nipples start bleeding. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> In a marathon, it's true. <laughs> Yeah. They wouldn't. <laughs> Nothing would bleed at five miles of swimming. <laughs> I'm blown away by that one. Oh, I can't believe that. I can't yeah. believe it. All right. Well, the uh, best I can do is tie you now. Okay. Would you rather have the latest smartphone with broken screen glass or have a three-year-old sm- smartphone three-year-old. with normal screen glass? Three-year-old with normal. Please uh, tell yes. me people are no- Okay. Yes, 58%. Good. But, I mean, that's still semi-close, 42 to 58%. Yeah. Uh, Would you rather always have a headache? Oh, it's an ad. It's an ad. Or always have a stomach ache? Oh, 
stomach ache. Really? Head, yeah, because I can I can still get through most of my day with a stomach ache. When really? I have a headache, I can't function. See, I'm the total opposite. When I have a stomach ache, I'm terrified I'm going to have an accident <laughs> wherever I am. Well, okay, well, hold on. <laughs> Don't hit a button yet. Okay. Both people in chat right now are saying headache. Uh, okay, let's do headache. Headache? You would always have a headache. Yeah, 52%. That's right. still right. close. I get it. It's because I'm not a headache person. I haven't had headaches my whole life. So now that I'm having them since I got COVID, yeah. I can't function when I have them. Yeah. I can't think. I can't look at light. It's like I'm hungover, or at least what people describe hungover as being. I've yeah. been hungover. But yeah, that's awful. Yeah. Mm, All right. It's not as bad as thinking you're going to poop or puke on yourself but at any given you're point. Gonna. <laughs> well, that's what a stomach ache is, though. So it's that feeling of no, like. Most of the time I get a stomach ache, it's not like. It doesn't mean I'm definitely going to be puking or pooping. Let's keep saying these words. Okay. <laughs> um, would you rather have to sit all day or have to stand all day? Uh, I guess sit. 68%. Yeah. I don't know how many we've done. Have you been counting? Uh, I have three right, and I've gotten two wrong, so five. So we have two more. Okay. Uh, would you rather not to have hands or <laughs> not to have legs? Would you rather not to have hands or not to have I know. legs? <laughs> what would you rather not to have? <laughs> Uh, I would uh, rather not to have legs. Sixty <laughs> percent. Uh, <laughs> we uh, wow. John and I played a ter- we we found a very terrible uh, WWE trivia app for the last uh, two words podcast. Uh-huh. <laughs> and when we when we got one right, it's all congratulations, you win fifty scores. <laughs> It's like these are coming from other countries. Yeah. <laughs> Their translation is bad. Real bad. Would you like not to have hands or not to have legs? <laughs> All right. Here we go. Ready? Uh, yeah. We're about to see what kind of person Matt really is. Oh, okay. Which I already know what he's going to say. Would you rather end world hunger or prevent every murder? But listen, you got to think about this, okay? Listen. So much pressure. <laughs> Consider, while murder is still not okay, consider that every murder um, I can't think of how to word it. There were some murders that were done out of self-defense, right? You know what I mean? That's not what I'm considering. What I'm considering is I bet that more people die every year from hunger than than are actually killed by somebody. A lot of people die unintentionally, but I don't think there's a whole lot, like comparatively, of murders to just deaths, accidental deaths or anything like that. So, shoot. But murder is so much... So terrifying. Oh, gosh. This is a hard one. Also weird to think about comparing them. 
I don't like this. It is a deep question. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, 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 this is like one of those. This is the this is the trolley problem in my mind. What do you mean? The trolley problem is there's a a train coming on a track. Yeah. And you are sitting at the switch where, you know, upcoming there's a switch track that it can go off onto. Uh You're the only one controlling which track the train goes on. If you don't touch anything, there's somebody, there's uh, five people standing on the train track not realizing that train's coming. If you don't touch anything, that train is going to kill those five people. Uh Uh-huh. But if you make the choice to switch the tracks, there's one person stuck on that track that's going to die. And so the question now becomes, do you let five people die even though it's not really your responsibility? Or do you murder one person to save the lives of the other five? And so it becomes a let them get killed or murder question. Which raises the stakes in both choices. And so this is that situation. Is it more about the motivation behind what you're choosing? Or is it about the number of lives being saved? It's a really tough question. Who would have thought? (laughs) That our game of the day. I'm honestly very surprised at how deep... This would you rather question is. So I've talked so long that my phone is timed yeah. out. Let me uh-huh. <laughs> get it back up for you. And I'll 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 even do the honors. I'm gonna say end world hunger. Fifty-six percent agree with me, and I tied Mo and the game's over, and now I need to take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> but fun but funny story. That's that's you know, there have been people that wanted to do that kind of experiment in real life. The trolley problem experiment. Mm -hmm. But you know, it's, you can't really kill people. Right. Uh, There's a YouTube channel called Vsauce. uh, And the host of that got to do a YouTube original thing when they were doing that YouTube Red thing. So you had to buy the subscription to YouTube Red to see these creators do these special shows. And he did a show called Mindfield. Mindfield. Mm Mm-hmm where they successfully pulled off the trolley problem. What they did is they brought in somebody who thought they were, you know, applying for a job at a, a switch station, a railroad station or whatever. And they go in and they see all these monitors and the guy who's, you know, running it there saying, yeah, see, there's, it's monitoring this and it's down the road here. So you wouldn't be able to see the track from where we're at. Um, but we're able to monitor everything here. And all we do is we just have these switch tracks here. And if we ever need to, you know, move one over, you know, we just hit this button right there and, you know, just, and then you sat there for a few more minutes, just talking, they're waiting on paperwork to be filed or whatever. That's the gimmick behind it. And, and, uh, the conductor guy gets like a call. He's like, Oh, I need to take this. Uh, There needs to be someone in here. Do you mind just watching this while I, while I answer this call? Like, Oh, that's fine. And, uh, he said, just, just holler if there's a problem or anything. I was like, okay. And, uh, they go off and while they're sitting there, they're watching the monitors and, Five people come and start standing on that uh, that one track, the main track, and one person moves over to the other track, and they're just standing there. And then this uh, alarm starts going off, saying "obstruction on track, obstruction on track," and a train starts coming. Like they hear a train, 
and they see it in the long distance shot of the thing. It's coming up. And they're like, uh, 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 and they peek out the door like, hello. And they can't find the guy. And they close the door back and they're looking they're like, uh, uh, and it's getting closer and closer. And they're like, and that alarm's still going off. Obstruction on track, obstruction on track. And it was whether or not they hit the button to switch the track to save five lives, but take one. And before it got anywhere near actually like reaching the people, it cuts off and says, everything is fine. This was an experiment. Nobody is hurt. <laughs> and then they rushed in there like, everything's okay. Everything's okay. But they had to like do these research on the people do all these mental health tests beforehand. Mm -hmm. They like, they, they secretly contacted their families and everything to make sure that, you know, this is the kind of person that'd be able to stand this kind of, like, so they had to take big leaps to make this ethical enough to put them in this situation. That's brilliant. That could mess them up. <laughs> That's brilliant though. But, uh, the first person they showed like made the decision, hit the button and switched it and then just went, and then it cut off <laughs> and they're like, oh, oh, thank God. <laughs> they had to be calmed down. They had to be talked down. They had to go see the people. They brought the actors that were on the train tracks over Wow. and everything, like just to make sure everything was okay. And then they, you know, interviewed them about like, what was your thought process? How did you do this? It was a brilliant episode and yeah. it's free now on YouTube. You can go find it. I think it's in the second season of Mindfield, but it was, it was nuts. It was a mind bender of an episode yeah. to see the different reactions. And, uh, yeah. And see, some, some and people felt like they weren't even qualified to make that decision. Yeah. They're like, I can't do this. <laughs> you know? Uh, I mean, it's nuts. Crazy stuff. Yeah. It's, that would be really, really difficult because I would have the, the tear between, okay, it's five people versus one people, one person. There's a greater likelihood that that one person will move before the train gets there. Mm. I can, one person can get off before. But is there? Because you have five people. So you might have the greater likelihood that one of those people will see the train coming and then get everybody off. But more likely that one person might not even know it's ever coming. I don't know. You Matt. see? You see know. how difficult it is? <laughs> I don't know. It hurts. Yeah. It hurts to think about. That, yeah. It is uh, painful. <laughs> All right. Let's take a break right here. When we come back, Tales of Florida Man. But first, Faith and Fandom with Hector Mira. Stick around. Hey, everyone. I'm Hector Mirai, and this is Faith and Fandom 180 on LTN Radio. So I've been a Joss Whedon fan for a pretty long time. Firefly was literally life-changing for me and kicked me off down a path that I've been walking for like the last 16 years in pseudo-professional geekdom. It also made me go back and check out Buffy and Angel, even his Shakespeare work, and Dr. Horrible was amazing. I read his Astonishing X-Men run in the comics, which to be honest is the best X-Men run I've read, so I've been a fan of his for a long time. And when he was announced to take over after Zack Snyder to finish Justice League, I was pretty excited. I wasn't really thrilled with Age of Ultron, but I was kind of hopeful. 
And while I enjoyed what I saw with Justice League, and it was just nice to see my heroes on screen, I could tell that that wasn't what was intended. And this week, people are finally going to get the Snyder Cut. They're going to get the version that was intended to come out. And I knew when I watched the original version that someone had come in and done some things that weren't supposed to be. And it reminded me of this Bible story in Matthew 13, beginning in verse 24. Jesus told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in his field. But while everyone was sleeping, his enemy came and sowed weeds among the wheat and went away. When the weeds sprouted and formed heads, the weeds also appeared. The owner's servant came to him and said, Sir, didn't you sow good seed in your field? Where then did the weeds come from? Verse 28 says, an enemy did this, he replied. And it just really spoke to me the fact that sometimes we can pour out our best into what we're doing. And if we're not careful of who we let handle it and be involved in what we're doing, then it can become a perversion or a distant shadow of what we intended it to be. And that goes for things like Justice League, but that also goes for our relationships, that goes for our ministries, that goes for our walk with God, that if we're not careful and cautious and guarding about who and what we let involved, we could end up with something other than what we actually intended to create. Remember to catch Faith and Fandom 180 every Wednesday morning on the Back Row Morning Show only on LTN Radio. And if you'd like to learn more about Faith and Fandom, head over to faithandfandom.org where you can learn about our Comic-Con ministry, podcasts, memes, apparel, and book series. You can even read new chapters before they make it to the next book. I'm Hector Mirai, and thank you for spending the last 180 seconds with me. Back Row Morning Show. I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. And today on the show, we're talking about saints. And before we do anything else, I've got five random facts for you. Are they St. Patrick's Day themed facts? They are facts about St. Patrick himself. Ooh, so no Blarney Stone facts today. Yeah, no, no Blarney Stone. No kissing the Blarney Stone. Uh-uh. Okay, historians generally believe that St. Patrick, the patron of Saint of Ireland, was born in Britain, not Ireland, near the end of the 4th century. At age 16, he was kidnapped by Irish raiders and sold as a slave to, to a Celtic priest in Northern Ireland. After toiling for six years as a shepherd, he escaped back to Britain and eventually returned to Ireland as a Christian missionary. Wait, the priest held him as a slave? Yep, yep. And he still wanted to be a Christian after that? That is actually, yeah, that's actually where he had his introduction Weird. to Christ. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I'm assuming the priest wasn't, like... Bad to him? Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. See, that is the thing, is that in different parts of the world and different times in history, yeah. the word slave has meant different than what we in America tend to think it Exactly. It more means servant, Assistant, but still or, yeah. the fact that... The, 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 the sketchy part is still the fact that you still are sold kind of like property. Right. But you're not necessarily treated. Poorly, so poorly, to speak. Poorly, so to speak. Yeah. It's still bad. Yeah. Still a bad situation. Right. 
Um, the shamrock, or three-leaf clover, has been associated with Ireland for centuries. It was called the Simroy by the Celts and was considered a sacred plant that symbolized the arrival of spring. According to legend, St. Patrick used the plant as a visual guide when explaining the Holy Trinity. He did, yes. Mm -hmm. And that's partialism, Patrick. It's a heresy that was denied by the Council of Nice... Oh, another video. But anyway... He's responsible for the Celtic cross, which is to this day one of the symbols of Ireland, familiar with the Irish culture, incorporating the sun, which was a powerful pagan symbol, into the Christian cross. It helped the Irish to adopt it. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, St. Patrick didn't drive literal snakes out of Ireland. He drove away the symbolic serpents representing evil in Christianity. Ireland actually never had any snakes. It's too cold. No, I'm pretty sure you drove them out. <laughs> and lastly, St. Patrick was born Maywin Sukat, but changed his name to Patricus after becoming a priest. Mm -hmm. As you do, as you tend to do. Yep. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll talk more about St. Patrick's Day and saints in general here in a bit. But first, it's time for Tales of America's Worst Superhero, dun, dun, dun. Florida Man. I got two stories for you today, and they're both connected in one very terrible way. Mm, you ready? Florida? You ready? You ready? You ready? Florida is terrible. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm Jeez. Kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Take that, all of our Florida listeners. You know where you stand with Mo. I'm kidding. Here's headline number one. Florida man nicknamed Baby Cakes caught naked in a chair outside his apartment complex. Oh, Baby Cakes, really? Baby Cakes, what you be doing, F.O. Baby Cakes? No, you Florida can't be man. doing that. Come on now. Florida man is accused of sitting naked in a chair outside an apartment complex. <laughs> He's 71. Listen, Fort, he... Fort Myers, he's earned his right to sit naked outside his apartment. He done about had enough. <laughs> it's the last thing oh. on the man's bucket list. Just let him live. <laughs> this is not the first time Howard has been arrested. Oh, never mind. <laughs> According to the 2019 investigation, taxpayers spent... $300,000 for Howard to spend more than 6,000 nights in jail over his life. Uh, in April 2019, Howard was arrested for showing up naked at an area hospital. <laughs> really? Now, that just seems wrong to me. I'm, I'm going to... He just like be naked. That's no, but listen, I'm going to be real honest, because that does seem a little bit wrong to me. That, yeah, sure, indecent exposure. I get it. I get it, guys. I get it. <laughs> Okay, I don't want my daughter seeing it either. Okay, well, listen, the man showed up at the hospital and you arrested him. Cause I mean, see, it seems wrong. I feel like they still probably like examined him, gave him treatment, yeah, took care of him, sure, but still, just put your undies on. You wouldn't have gotten arrested if you're in your undies, I'm pretty sure. And Pretty no, sure that's no the shirt, no shoes, no service, <laughs> <laughs> but not a rest. <laughs> no handcuffs either. <laughs> Just keep the bits tucked away. That's all you got to do, guys. <sighs> Next up, Florida man accused of jumping naked oh. on his neighbor's trampoline. Okay, it's getting hot in Florida. All right. <laughs> 
before oh, breaking sorry. into their home. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. gosh. Okay, so, yeah. A Florida man is accused of jumping on a neighbor's trampoline while naked and later breaking into her home while still naked. Uh, Adrian Lee Gonzalez, 21, was arrested Wednesday and charged with burglary and criminal mischief. That's the naked part. Uh <laughs> Property damage more than 200. Uh, no bail has been set. According to the sheriff's office, he showed up naked at the neighbor's home uh, Tuesday afternoon, began tapping on her door. The resident asked uh, uh, Adrian if he needed assistance. He did not respond. The television station reported 30 minutes later, the woman saw him jumping on the family's trampoline while still naked and called 911. Interesting. I mean, hey, what you said, it's hot out there. Yeah. It's hot out there. It, He's mean, probably just going to ask permission. Can I? Can I air out <laughs> on your trampoline? We we were in mid seventies this past week. It was miserable. <laughs> I mean, if we are in the mid seventies, then I can only assume that they are in the upper eighties, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and that's mm-hmm. hot. That's hot, guys. Yeah. Sometimes the only option. <laughs> Listen. Just just be a little wiser about it, gentlemen, okay? Do it in your own backyard, fenced in. Don't try and break into somebody's house while you're doing it. Man. Or better yet, get an oscillating fan and just sit on your couch. Just, you're good. Just stand in front of the fan. <laughs> We've all done it. We've we all have. done it. Don't you judge us. Yeah, exactly. We've all been desperate and hot. <laughs> it's a fact. <laughs> Today is St. Patrick's Day. We're going to be talking, uh, taking, talking, teaking, talking more seriously about saints in the next segment. But for now, Mo, uh, you already talked about your trip to Ireland, but what are some of your other favorite favorite St. Patrick's Day memories? Maybe as children and things of this nature. No. See, as a child, I hated St. Patrick's Day. Why so? Hated it. Because um, I... I don't know that, I don't think there was ever really a reason, but I can clearly remember not wearing green. On on purpose? Well, not my purpose, not by my choice, but not having anything green, not owning anything (sighs) green in my wardrobe, and then my mom not caring that it was St. Patrick's Day, like. Oh, well, for, and I don't really know that it was something like no green beret in your hair or anything mm-mm. like that. Nope. I don't know if it was a kind of a religious standpoint from her as far as, you know, didn't know enough about the holiday and just kind of viewed it as like maybe a Catholic thing because yeah. St. Patrick, you know, um, so I'm not sure. I've never really asked her. We've never had that conversation, but. I can remember always being the one who was pinched and always trying to pull the, <laughs> my underwear are green, my, my underwear are green. green. Yeah. And well, then be like, show no, us. No, no. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. Or trying to find the green thread in anything, <laughs> anything to wear that. I can remember feeling great anxiety the older that I got. Really? Yes. About St. Patrick's Day. Oh, no. So one year, I really did wear green underwear and nothing else green, just so when people pinched me, I could pinch them harder back. Yeah. I'd just give myself a side wedgie and <laughs> punch them or pinch them. Yeah. Depending on if they were a girl or a boy. Yeah. 
Uh, that was a fun year. <laughs> I got in trouble, <laughs> but it was a fun year. <laughs> sure, you get in trouble, but the people who initially pinch you don't get in trouble. Well, it's I mean, most silly. of the time, yeah, Come most on. of the time, it's you know, adults be like, eh, it's a kid tradition, it's a thing, let them do it, let them bully each other <laughs> over this innocuous whether or not they're wearing green thing. It's yeah. a holiday, you gotta celebrate it, right? Nah. Whatever. Um, yeah, these days, you know, it's, it's a marketing gimmick. So you go to Walmart and there's light up necklaces and pins and all mm-hmm. kinds of things that are super cheap. And like, yeah, send your kid in one of these and it'll yeah. be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, this year, we don't have to worry about it, at least in our neck of the woods, because there's no school on Wednesdays yeah. yet. Not yeah. until two weeks from now. It's our last Wednesday of freedom. Yeah. I'm very Not sad. counting spring break. We have spring break next week. Well, yeah, but... but yeah. The that. last, for you, work-wise, your last Wednesday's off, it, mostly off. I think that is my biggest complaint <laughs> about going back. Like, can't we please continue to have Wednesdays? Please. It is a good you know, thing. Five days a week, right? Four Over, days a week. Listen, overall, it really has been a good thing mm-hmm. because teachers have gotten more professional development in. They have stayed on top of their grades. Less teachers have fallen behind. It, overall... It is a good thing to have a four-day week because you're still working on that fifth day. Anyway, this is not about St. Patrick's Day. (laughs) This is my own grievance. (laughs) Yeah, back then it was about trying to find something that you could wear. Socks, a shirt, Uh a hat, a bandana, a beret. A headband, anything. But I also did remember my, my, uh, my dad thought that we were Irish. My dad thought that we did have an Irish lineage mm-hmm. and uh, he was, he was adopted kind of illegally by his stepfather and he never really knew his, his, his real dad for a long time. Okay. And so he was just going off what he thinks his mom thought and remembered about his dad. Okay. And it wasn't until like he really met his dad and started hanging out with him as I was, you know, after I was born that I uh, found out, oh, no, he's he's just English. <laughs> he's ang- ang- Anglo-Saxon, like most people, but he's not Irish. Yeah. Like, oh, thanks. I've been telling everybody my whole childhood that I'm Irish, and now I'm a liar. Yeah. So thank you for that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> kiss me, I'm Irish. Nope, I better throw that pin away, because that's a lie. <laughs> hey, everybody's Irish on St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> everybody's Irish on St. Patrick's Day. Yes. <laughs> Have you seen those... Uh, uh, that's, uh, that's partialism, Patrick. Come on, Patrick. No. Videos. No. From Lutheran satire, I think it is. No. Yeah. Partialism is the heresy where, uh, you imply that the Father and Son and the Holy Spirit are not individual, uh, entities, but one part, one third of a whole entity, uh, was debunked by the, you know, all this kind of thing. It's basically every, it's a video about how every analogy of the trilogy is Kind of heretical. Trinity? The Trinity. You said trilogy. Did I say trilogy? Mm-hmm. Every analogy of the trilogy. <laughs> I don't always correct you, but when I do, it's because I don't want you to look too dumb. <laughs> Darth, Luke, Vader, and the Holy Force. <clears throat> the trilogy. The trilogy, yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. I said Luke Vader, didn't I, just now? Luke Skywalker. Golly! I'm just on a roll. Uh, it's okay. Of terrible 
terrible behavior yeah uh for a nerd channel <laughs> all right we're gonna take a quick break when we come back are you a candidate for sainthood but first a nerdy definition stick around we here at ltn radio know that not everybody is nerdy in the same ways you might find yourself in a situation where you hear a word or phrase that you've never seen before and have no idea what it means. Well, have no fear. We're here to help. Today's term is kine. Spelled simply K-I-N-E, this word is found in Lord of the Rings, where it says, Far back into the vanished years before the failing of the kings, since Verondil, father of Mardil, hunted the wild kine of Ara in the far fields of Run. I don't know if I pronounced those names correctly, but I did pronounce kine correctly, and it just means a bunch of cows. And it's a real word. It's, it's not a, a fake word created for Lord of the Rings. Kine just means a bunch of cows. I'm Radio Mad, and I hope I've made your life just a little bit nerdier. Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show. I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. And today we're talking about saints. And let's just get right to it. So I grew up Catholic. I grew up going to a Catholic school and going to Mass every single weekday, plus Sundays. Six days a week Mass. Can you imagine? Ooh, it's rough. Sitting, standing, kneeling, repeating, chanting, singing. All drinking from a communal cup of wine. That's right. I had wine when I was a kid. They don't use grape juice in the Catholic Church. Uh, Maybe that's why as an adult you've never been drunk. I got acclimated to it when I was a kid. <laughs> it's like people with peanut allergies, how you just give them a little bit of peanut. Exactly. Every day. <laughs> you get acclimated. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, I grew up Catholic. So I grew up like used to this, to saints as a concept. Um, and this was kind of my first experience with uh, religion, faith of any kind. And so that kind of uh, painted my early thoughts about saints and sainthood and all that kind of stuff. And, and while Catholics do acknowledge, uh, and th this is kind of a myth out there that they don't, but Catholics do acknowledge that the word saints in the Bible does also refer pretty much to all of us that are believers, but they attribute sainthood like a specialized level of sainthood, a, a, a memorialization, whatever, what have you to Specific people that have achieved a certain level of special notoriety, holiness, mm -hmm. that kind of thing. And so there's actually a quite a, a large process. What is a saint? How can you become one? This is from the LearnReligions.com article by Scott P. Richard. <clears throat> and uh, you, you, you get through it by being a, a practitioner of heroic virtue. Uh, the meaning of the word began to change uh, in the Christian circles, uh, sainthood, where as Christianity began to spread, it became clear that, that 
some Christians lived uh, lives of extraordinary or heroic virtue beyond that of the average Christian believer. While other Christians struggled to live out the gospel of Christ, these particular Christians were uh, eminent examples of their moral virtues or cardinal virtues, and they easily practiced the theological virtues of faith, hope, and charity, and exhibited the gifts of the Holy Spirit in their lives. So the word saint which previously applied to all Christian believers, became more narrowly applied to such people in the Catholic Church, Anglican Church, Lutheran Church later on as well. Um, Such people who were venerated after their deaths as saints, usually by members of the local church or the Christians in the region where they had lived, because they were familiar with their good deeds. Eventually, the Catholic Church created a process called canonization, uh, through which such venerable people could be recognized as saints by all Christians everywhere. So it's a whole system. It's a whole council now uh, that it goes through. Uh, I believe the last person to be canonized was Mother Teresa. Okay. Uh, I'm pretty sure. But this says it happened in 2016, and I feel like that's way too late. I feel like it happened a long time ago. I might be wrong. I know uh, Pope John Paul II was canonized uh, in 2014. So Mother Teresa might have been in 2016. I don't know. But uh, anyway, you you basically become, it's like top tier. (laughs) It's top tier saints. That's what we're getting here. Now, the the confusion comes with, um, oh, I'm sorry, with the idea, (laughs) playing footsie over here by accident. Sorry about that. Uh, I didn't realize he didn't have his shoes on. I'm like, what's this weird thing I'm kicking? <laughs> oh, it's your foot. Um, My bad. <laughs> kicking a meat bag over here. What's this thing? Uh, a lot of people, even Catholics, are under the assumption that we pray to saints, uh, which we don't really. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not recognized as prayer. Like prayer is a specific thing where you're praying to, you know, God and God alone. You know, mm-hmm. that's 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 a specific thing. Instead, what we're really doing is it's more seen as requesting intercession. So you're not praying to a saint, but you are kind of like asking the spiritual realm, Saint this, will you pray for me on my behalf for this? Right. And that's kind of where the idea of patron saints comes in as well. Because we have patron saints that are usually saints that that uh, are overseeing certain areas of life. And right. we still attribute those. They still dole those out as life continues on. Uh, we actually are going to go through a list of patron saints here in a minute of like weird things that you wouldn't expect to have patron saints, including some things that you know didn't exist back when they were saints. But we're like, well, they're going to cover that area too. So if you need prayer in this regard, you you can ask them, hey, can you pray for us in addition to my prayer? Just amp up the prayer. That's essentially what it is. The same thing happens with Mother Mary. Uh, what they, you know, they call they call her. Uh, they still call her Virgin Mary, even though she's not. She was a virgin then, but she definitely wasn't later on. But they still consider her like a spiritual virgin now. Uh, and you know, they have the Rosary and those. Those are kind of prayers. This is kind of a halfway point because the majority of the Catholic Church does still believe that Mary is also sinless. Okay. That's a whole nother topic we'll get onto. Never. Mm-hmm. Because it's 
controversial. Uh, but no, I, I even remember the joke uh, where someone's reading that that Bible verse where you know anyone who has no sin casts the first stone, and then a stone zips by and hits someone in the face. He goes, "Not you, mom." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, so yeah, so there is breakdown. It is confusing, uh, and there are some things that some churches believe that other churches don't. That's you know, just like Baptist churches, just like any sure. any yeah. uh, denomination, there are going to be differences between different areas and different versions. Um, like I remember when I was a kid, a church that I have, I had this, uh, I had a thing called a scalpular. Which was a, it sounds dangerous, right? Yeah. It's just a necklace. It's a necklace that had a saint on it. I want to say it had to be a specific saint, but I think it might have been a couple different saints. Uh, but it had a saint, a little picture of a saint on it, and a little picture on the back as well. So in the front, normal place, whereas, you know, a necklace would hang down something. And then on the back, also the same thing. Okay. And I was told, and I don't remember if I was told by an adult. Or maybe just another kid who didn't understand it. But I was told and believed if you died wearing that, you'd go straight to heaven instead of a purgatory, purgatory. which yeah. Catholics do tend to believe in. Uh, you just go straight to heaven. And I'm like, well, that's a cool uh, cheat code for life, hmm? for the afterlife. Never take Skip this purgatory off. altogether. Yeah. <laughs> so I did wear it for like a solid year. Yeah. Uh, asleep, awake, anytime. In yeah. the shower, not gonna I didn't wear it in the shower, but uh, I would you could have fallen and busted I your head, but I didn't want it to get moldy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so <laughs> anyway, so there is, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of weird stuff, but mm-hmm. uh, I uh, the other story that I have about Catholic Church and saints is that we, you know, I went to a, a the church is called St. Helena, mm-hmm. so St. Helena, I don't remember her whole story, but it was something about like death like she she saved people that were getting murdered or something like that and blessed them and rescued them and all this and we had a like a wooden carved statue of her up in like the corner of the building okay. uh, in the sanctuary and she's holding what looks like this crystal ball and I'm like well that's weird cuz that's not a christian thing right that's not a catholic thing christian crystal balls isn't that like a I didn't know the word mysticism thing, but like, isn't that a mysticism thing? Like so a witchcraft thing or something, mm-hmm. you know, some weird thing. Well, uh, eventually, I guess when I was in fifth grade, they did a renovation of the, the sanctuary. And so they took all the statues down and they put it in the back. And I was an altar boy at this point and I got to see it and she's holding a skull. Oh, wow. Looking right up at her. So you can't see the facial feature parts from where it's at in the building, but it's a legit wooden carved out skull. And I'm like, oh, that's much more terrifying and much worse. (laughs) Wish she was holding a crystal ball. (laughs) Please, please take this knowledge from me. Uh, Yeah. But, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it was a cool church. I liked it. It was nice people. Yeah. (laughs) Nothing nothing weirder or nasty happened there that I'm aware of. So that's a good thing. I even got to be, I wasn't technically a Catholic either until sixth grade. I didn't join the church until sixth grade, but they still let me be an altar boy, which was uh, uncommon. Yeah. And I even got to like be the altar boy that like held the the big giant Bible for our archbishop that came. That was like a big deal. They made this big deal about it. Like, like you're not even a Catholic and we're giving you this opportunity to serve in this, this, 
this highly honored manner. And I'm like, wow, <laughs> I get to hold a book. I'm so cool. Because <laughs> this guy is holding a lot of robes and a staff and he can't hold a book. So I'm holding the book uh-huh. so he can read it. They were very ornate. Just Cardinals is a step up from a priest. You're just wearing all kinds of robes, things just this is nuts. Big old hat, just like a pope. Big old yeah. red hat. Yeah. You look like a cardinal because you're red. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, there are tons of patron saints. You name it, the church probably has a saint for it. So uh, in honor of St. Patrick's Day here, we're going to be going through a list of patron saints of really absurd things. Okay. Uh, you never know when you might need them. So <laughs> number one, St. Isidore, the patron saint of the internet. Hope John Paul II appointed him to that because, let's be honest, the internet is a scary place. <laughs> uh, we've also got Saint Drogo, the patron saint of unattractive people, <laughs> because, you know, looks aren't really all that matters. <laughs> Can you imagine? Because, you know, Catholics who, uh, you know, have their favorite patron saint usually do wear like a necklace of their patron saint, Mm. person that they like to intercede on their behalf, you know, often. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you imagine just giving someone a necklace with St. Drogo on it. Or, (laughs) you know, going and and confessing sins (laughs) and having the priest tell you, okay, you need to do so many Hail Marys and... And also say a say a prayer to Saint Drogo. <laughs> <laughs> while you're at it, while you're at it, throw up a word to Saint Drogo. I'm not going to tell you why, but it'll help you. It'll help. Just like I'm looking out for you, looking out for your safety here, and uh, for yeah. my lunch. I'm looking out for my lunch. I'd like to keep it. And sorry. Yeah. Uh, number three, Saint Polycarp of Smyrna. The uh, patron saint of dysentery. Pretty sure that's Smyrna. Whatever. Dysentery. (laughs) (laughs) Polycarp is so unique, both his name and patronage, that we still uh, have a letter from him from the year 140 AD. Wow. Um, But yeah, he's also, you know, he's the patron saint of uh, the Oregon Trail. You died of dysentery. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, St. Cornelius, which is the patron saint of twitching. (laughs) <laughs> um, he was beheaded with an axe, so... Makes sense. Twitch. Twitch. Is he, is he the patron saint of Twitch? Oh. TV. I'd hey. like to know. I'd you like know? know. Uh, number five, St. Valentine. Uh, he is, of course, you know, the, the one you know very well from the other saint day uh, of the year. <laughs> uh, but he's officially the patron saint of greeting card manufacturers, mm-hmm. uh, obviously. Absolutely. St. Adrian of Nicodemia, patron saint of arms dealers. He used to persecute Christians, but then he converted. Now, these are all real. We're not making up jokes. These aren't puns. These are actual patron saints of things. Mm -hmm. Next up, St. Clotilde. Clotilde? Clotilde? Clot? Aldi, I don't know. C L O T I L D E. Clotilde. Sure. Uh, the patron saint of disappointing children. <laughs> As royalty, Clotilde's children fought endlessly and divided the kingdom. So. Yeah. He gets it. Children y'all. are a disappointment. <laughs> uh, saint Elgius. Elgius. 
Eligius. Eligius? <laughs> oh. Um, patron saint of gas station workers. Mm-hmm. He was the patron patron of all metalsmithing and horses, but then cars came, so yeah. Horsepower, metal, cars, Exactly, obviously. yep. And then just gas stations <laughs> from there. <laughs> sure. You said pa- go- you said patron, patron. when you did uh, I know. when you did your facts too. I know. Did I? <laughs> yeah. Patron say I'm like, did she say? And then I let it go. Oh. But now I can't. <laughs> I, apparently, I like to add an extra n in there. I don't know. Uh, all right, number nine, Saint Hubert of Liege. 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 I'm pretty sure. Liege. Liege. Saint Hubert of Liege, the patron saint against rabies. Fun run race for the cure. Uh, he's associated with hunting. Okay, so it makes sense. Animals, yeah, yeah, I get it. Saint Friard, uh, patron saint against fear of wasps. <laughs> uh, a swarm of wasps went after his tormentors. So. Don't mess. Yeah. Number 11, St. Magnus is the patron saint against caterpillars because they're not as pretty as butterflies. So. <laughs> I mean, that's that's true. Uh, St. Barbara, patron saint uh, for anything that goes boom. <laughs> I don't think that's the official <laughs> way it's written. Uh, I think it's actually of several things, but you can list off some of them Yeah, fireworks, artillery, lightning, etc. Her father forced her to marry, but she refused, so he beheaded her. Soon after, he was struck by lightning and killed. So yeah, so anything that's a big explosion, she's the patron saint of it. Hey. Uh, Saint Germain Cousin, uh, the patron saint of girls from rural areas. Wow. (laughs) Because they're special, they need their own saint. Yeah. St. Patrick. Uh, he, yeah, he's the patron saint against abnormal fear of snakes. But then again, a fear of snakes is pretty normal. So, <laughs> uh, Number 15, St. Columbanus, uh, patron saint of motorcyclists. Um, maybe he rode a Harley. I yeah, don't know. it's possible. St. Wow. Drosinius. Drosnius. There we go. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Patron saint of invincible people. (laughs) I mean, I would like to meet someone who's invincible. Number 17, Saint Benedict of Nursia, the patron saint of spelunkers. Why not? Okay. Why not? Yeah. Uh, Saint Theodore of, oh, Sycheon? Yeah, I think so. Against rain and for rain. Yeah. Patron saint against rain and for rain. Okay. Classic case of... I'm not saying this. <laughs> the Catholic both and. Uh-huh. Uh, saint Malo is the patron saint of pig keepers. What? Uh, maybe also the patron saint of bacon. I don't uh, really duh. know. Duh. That's how it works. <laughs> saint Bibiana. Patron, patron saint of hangovers. Okay, her name comes from the Latin word, which means to drink. (laughs) So let's not forget in moderation, people. That's where we get the word imbibe as well. What? Yeah. What is that? Imbibe, to drink. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's what it means, to to drink alcohol, pretty much. Oh, interesting. Never heard that word before? No, never. Uh, Saint Vitus, uh, the patron saint of oversleeping, 
every college kid should pray to this saint. Yeah. St. <laughs> Arnold. This is also another one that they should keep in mind. <laughs> Patron saint of beer. In tradition, some thirsty people prayed to him to give them what they lacked. And a pot of beer appeared, I guess. <laughs> you think that Just really like happened? a pot of gold. It was a pot of beer. <laughs> Quick out a pot of beer. St. Arnold is actually the lesser known saint of Ireland. Is he really? No. Oh. <laughs> I thought you had a cool bonus fact, and now no. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> no. St. Genesius. He's the patron saint of clowns, movies, actors, plumbers, and torture victims. What? So, yeah. Yeah, no thank you. And lastly, St. Oh, no, it's not lastly. Sorry. Uh, St. Fiacre? I think it's Fiacre. Fiacre? <laughs> okay. I feel like the American in us just butchered that. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Patron saint of taxi drivers and gardeners, which... <laughs> Yeah. All right, here we go. Grand prize winner for patron saint and random of randomest things goes to St. Catherine of Alexandria, who is the patron saint of unmarried girls, apologists, potters, spinners, archivists, dying people, educators, girls in general, jurists, knife sharpeners, lawyers, librarians, libraries, maidens, mechanics, millers, hat makers, nurses, philosophers, preachers, scholars, school children, scribes, secretaries, spinsters, Stenographers, students, tanners, theologians, universe, the University of Paris, <laughs> haberdashers, wheelwrights, Philippines, and Greece. Wow. What have you done with your life lately? What have so you about. done for him lately? Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Ooh, ooh, yeah. uh, and that list, actually, I, I need to pull that up. We need to do our diligence here. Uh, Oh, I forgot. Where does, to, where does the list come from? I have to, to tell you though, that. I'm curious why Saint Catherine is the saint for so many um, women in general. Unmarried girls, girls. Uh, where was it? Where was it? Maidens and spinsters. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of curious there. Uh. Where is this thing here? There. No, that's not it either. Is this it? This might be it. Nope, that's it. Oh, my goodness. Darn. This is bad. I'll cut all this out, but I got to find it. Okay. It'd be rude of us to just steal something. That's fair. Dang, it keeps bringing up the same five articles. How many did we have? Oh, we had 25. Uh-huh. Okay. I'm reading the wrong thing. I was looking for 15. That's the one. Okay. All right. This article actually comes from focusequip.org. Focusequip.org from uh, Therese Busen. Her name's messed up, too. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's a funny list. Uh, we appreciate them sharing it with us yeah. today. Uh, all right, that's it. That's our celebration of saints. And you get to if you if you're you know solid Baptist and uh, you've never heard anything about Catholics before. Well, now you know a little bit more mm-hmm. from uh, 
from someone that was in there. On the other side. On the, who, who's lived, lived both sides <laughs> of this uh, weird denomination break. Yeah. And you know what else? What? Before we go, it's time for our bad joke of the week. <laughs> I thought the list was the bad joke. <laughs> All right, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. What do you call a psychic little person who has escaped from prison? I don't know. A small medium at large. Wow. <laughs> oh, that's good. All right. We're going to take one more break. <laughs> don't, go, don't go anywhere. Because <laughs> when we come back, we're going to share something that we love. More Back Row Morning Show to come. Stick around. What up, my nerds? We here at Love Thy Nerd are beyond honored that you let our podcast blast in your earbuds each week. But we're also a jealous ministry who wants even more of your love and devotion. If you haven't made LTN Radio a part of your daily routine yet, you are missing out. Not only do you get to hear our exclusive morning shows, Church Nerds and the Macro Morning Show, before they are put on the website, but you also get radio-exclusive shows like Bible Thump with Drew Dixon, LTN Rewind, Faith and Fandom 180 with Hector Mirai, The Moment with Megan Moe Oaks, Nerd History, Nerdy Definitions, This Week in Nerdy News, and our LTN specials as well. And on top top of all that, the rest of our airtime is jam-packed with the absolute best mix of Christian rock, rap, pop, and indie that is hand-curated by Love Thy Nerd just for you. Give us a listen at LTNOnAir.com or download the Live 365 app on your smartphone to search and favorite LTN Radio. Thanks, and enjoy the rest of the show. Back to the back row morning show as things are winding down for the day. But first, we're going to share something that we love this week. Listen, it's been incredibly helpful for me. The um, schedule post feature mm. on Facebook mm. in groups. Oh, I love it. I love it. Although I will say that I'm pretty sure that there's some people in my in my workplace who are like out to get me because they see that in my little group, my little group business page, that posts are happening throughout the day, but they don't realize that they're scheduled posts from the night before. So I'm not on my Facebook throughout the workday posting things in that group. They're scheduled people. Scheduled. <laughs> oh, so people are calling you out. You're yes. supposed to be working. Yep. Not earning money for your side hustle. Uh-huh. <laughs> mind your business, Karen. That's all. Just mind your business. The <laughs> uh, thing that I want to point out today that I love is Faith in Fandom by Hector Mirai. And I'm not talking about our devotional thing that he does here, uh, which I do love. Uh, and we, you heard one earlier today in the show. 
I'm talking about the original uh, ministry with the name Faith and Fandom that he started, which was a devotional book series, Mm -hmm. which I believe he has seven volumes of so far. Uh, And he's actually starting to put a lot of the the devotionals based on different fandoms, different, um, you know, sci-fi, superheroes, anime, all different kinds of things. Uh, he takes little bits, little scenes, little clips, little storylines, and he builds a devotional around them, just like he does for our little three-minute uh, Faith and Fandom 180 segments here on the radio station. But he's made several really awesome devotional books uh, on Amazon. You can also go to Faith and Fandom. Oh, well, let me make sure of this. I'm pretty sure it's .org, but let me double check before I give you an address and don't know for sure. Faith and .org. That's the one. Faithandfandom.org. Uh, it's a pretty new website. He hasn't had a website before. He's been operating off of his Facebook page for a while. But he's starting to put a lot of these devotionals on that website. Uh, and if you like them, go buy the books. They're pretty cheap. They're on Amazon. In fact, occasionally, at least once a year, he puts them on a free Kindle version uh, where you can just go get them and download them for your Kindle for free. Uh, all right there at once. So if nothing else, follow him on Facebook. So you'll get notified when he does that again. But they're really good. He goes around to conventions and sells them. He ministers to a lot of people that way. Uh, he's a pastor himself, does a lot of cool stuff. Uh, so I love it. I love the whole thing. Nice. Let's end with our verse for the day. <laughs> verse for the day is James 4, 7. Therefore, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. And that's going to do it for our show today. Be sure to check out all of what we do online at lovethynerd.com. We've got amazing articles on all things nerdy, as well as this show, LT and Radio, and our other podcasts and videos. If you'd like to directly support our mission to become a financial partner with Love Thy Nerd, and specifically with LT and Radio, then please visit lovethynerd.com slash partner. You can find LT and Radio in the drop-down menu. Love Thy Nerd is a qualifying 501c3 nonprofit organization, and your gift is tax deductible. And as always, make sure you're following us on the socials at, at the Back Row LTN, at LTN on Air, and at Love Thy Nerd. And the Back Row Morning Show has its own Facebook group community for Christian humor, Back Row Baptist Church. So search us out and join in on the fun. Lastly, remember that we air first exclusively on LTN Radio, LTNOnAir.com, every Monday through Thursday at 8 a.m. Eastern with an encore at 10 a.m. But if you miss a day or just can't catch a show live, find the Back Row Morning Show podcast version on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, etc. Subscribe, rate five stars, and leave a review. All those things help us out immensely. Join us tomorrow morning for Back Row Rewind as Matt and I ask the question, do all dogs go to heaven? Mo, final thought? Oh, that was a good one. It was a good one. It was that fun. That was a good one. It was yeah. A, it was entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. And remember, if nobody else tells you, we promise that it's true. Jesus loves you, nerd. <laughs> <laughs>